some are known, some are never repeated. Some is seen, visible, some is not seen, invisible. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 39, verse 16. Today, my team is not there. Okay.
seven, three and four. And now Israel, Israel is who? Jacob. Jacob loved Joseph more than all his children. Because he was the son of his old age. Also, he made him a tunic, some translation says garment, of many colors, some translation says multi-color. Okay? And but when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peacefully to him. Understand that Jacob gave Joseph a multi-colored tunic or garment or cloak with many colors. You take any name of the color, it would be there, a special stitched, very carefully stitched with a special tailor with very, very closely taken dimensions, measurements and for his body, the father stitched him a cloth. And this is the one thing that we need to know, that this dress, the first when father gave this dress, that shows the love of the father. This, the first dress what Joseph wore, as a story to tell about how his dad loved him. You know? Because he was a multicolored dress. He was the son of his old age, the very child from the very loving wife whom he, he wanted to marry, Rachel. And so, what happened? This, the first dress speaks about the love of the father. Among twelve sons, Jacob loved Joseph more than anybody. This dress does not speak only the love of God, love of the Father, but this dress equally speaks about the privileges as most loved son he enjoyed. You know, there are some privileges. I want to tell you, when you are loved most, you are you are going to benefit and enjoy some privileges also. You understand that? But also remember that when you have a dad who loves you more and you have privilege that he also invites trouble to your life. Okay? Listen to me carefully. Because the fourth word says, brothers saw that their father loved him more and the brothers hated him. It could be your own siblings, it could be a ministry, it could be a classroom, it could be a working place, it could be your friends. When you, when somebody sees that you are more valued than you, somebody will stand with you saying I love you with a heart of hatred towards you. I'm talking to somebody this evening. I hope someone, someone could connect with me today. And that hatred never remained there. It says that, and he hated him and could not speak peacefully to him. You know, when fathers love the multicolored, the privileges comes to you, it not only brings hatred to you, but it steals your peace. Have you ever said, everything was okay, why all of a sudden something happened? 
human behavior. We are so friendly with people. We give everybody our information. I'm going through this much. Even today, you are about your relationship. You say somebody, and if that one person also has the eye on that person, there will be some hatred and disliking coming. Don't laugh it out, but it is good. Yet this verse speaks about a humanly love and affect, uh, affection, but peace is taken away. You may have the same story to them. Your dad, your mom, your siblings, your very good friend, your roommate, your housemate. When they see that you are most loved, pampered, the same kind of hatred, the same kind of dislike, silently they pick pick for you. Silently, silently they pray that somewhere you may be destroyed. But this was also speaking about a group of people who were drifted away. Rift came among all siblings. Peace is lost. I want to tell you, underline one thing. Humanly love will create one day rift among people. Hatred among people. Why? Because humanly love seldom brings peace. Because God is the peace of God. He needs to be there in our life. Even if you have to establish a family relationship, God is the peace that needs to be in the center of our life. Married life, any life. This is what the past press. And you know what happened? Chapter 37, 23. So it came to pass when Joseph had come to his brothers, they stripped Joseph of his strength. They stripped him. The tunic of many colors that was on him. You had a loving, you had a loving father. You are enjoying the privileges and love of your father. But there will be people who cannot bear that love and the privileges that you are enjoying. And what they will do? They will strip you. Like this brothers did. Strip Joseph. Like they will strip you from that privileges. If the dress can speak, if you ask the dress why they did so, the dress will tell you a story in one word. Your brothers wanted to abort the dream and calling upon your life. Because you know him, the way he wore that dress. And he showed his brother, see the mother, and he had a dream that his brother is coming and born. So what happened? When they stripped him from that tuning, what was they were telling? 
I am stripping you out from my father's house, the privileges, all your dreams are scattered, you are going to be nothing. Have you ever come across such kind of situations in your life? I pray you never come, but some may be there. Sitting here, you may be knowing that. Somebody is there, they wanted to there. Somebody is there, they are day and night meditating and uh, laboring to, to laboring to destroy your dream. And what happened later? His brothers stripped the clothes and they, they put him in a pit. And they tore the clothes. Mixed it with the sheep's blood. You know? Mixed it with the sheep's blood. Chapter 37, 29 says so. The Reuben returned to the pit and indeed Joseph was not the king of it. And he tore his clothes and returned to his brothers. And in 31 he took Joseph to him, killed it, killed the goats and dipped it to him in the blood. And that beautiful cloth was torn and mixed with the blood of a goat. You understand? The blood, when it is fresh, remains red. When it's dry up, it becomes brownish black. And it will stink. That it be man's blood, human being, or any blood. Any blood. If it is dried up and it is there, it will stink. So the multi colored cloth, which was, which was showing his dream, his, uh, his, uh, his whole love, that was contaminated by the brothers with the dirty smelling. They must have put on the, on the floor and uh, walked over it, dust. Over it. Why? Because they wanted to destroy the privileges of that brother. And Jacob held on to that. Chapter 37, 33 says, and he recognized that he said, It's my son's drink. A wild beast has before him without doubt. Joseph is strong in pieces. He started imagining about the son's death. That's what some people we do. We imagine the outcome and we start worrying. That is another message I will speak sometime. You know, some, some of the time we do, the, the things really doesn't happen, but we start imagining. This is what, this is what us reading the page which is not written. He started reading the, this is a creation of son, so he said, oh, it is fine. My son must have destroyed, killed by a wild beast. The father held on to that cloth with himself. That beautiful dress became a stained, dirty cloth. With very difficulty, Jacob recognized that cloth. The dress is speaking to Joseph. Your son, whom you love, escaped. The son who had the dream that the world will bow down before him, the siblings will bow down before him, escaped. Into the grave to my son in the morning, 
and thus his father wept for him. See the father's love. His own children, his own sons destroyed the life of his youngest son. Young son. Not the youngest son. He's mentioned. And he started worrying and he started crying about him. This must address what Joseph wore. Captain speaks about love of father and privileges. But in larger scale, it speaks about hatred, abuses, and the father's love. You must have gone through such kind of thing. You are loved and pampered by your father, your mother, but you have faced abuses, discriminations from your own siblings, from your own classmates, your own someone. Your stepfather, stepmother, anybody. When you are enjoying the privileges of being a father's daughter or a son, there is somebody who is planning to kill you, destroy your dreams. That was the first dress Joseph wore. The second dress was what? The second dress was Joseph was, was, was sold into the hand of a trader. And you know one thing? Slave doesn't have clothes. But the second dress is not that same dress. The second dress is the dress that we are talking about. That is the Potiphar's house. When Potiphar's house, Potiphar purchased Joseph as his servant. Potiphar gave him a dress of a servant. Because when he was saying in this time, Maybe I'm some poor to cover his shame, but uh, nakedness, but uh, he is that here in the servant house, in the house to serve, he gave clothes to him, for he forgave him the dress. And that dress is a servant's dress. Joseph wore the servant, servant's dress. The Bible says, Sometimes when we go into hardships, 
we forget to do good things to people because we we you know retaliate or we we uh, do things according to what we are going to. If I'm in a bad mood, anyone comes, I will speak bad things. Don't look into like that. Sometimes it happens in my life also in office. Sometimes some argument is happening. Somebody walks in. Maybe some innocent person, he will get the fire from me. So what I say, I put my light. There is a red light in my uh, That means until the red light is not switched off, nobody can enter into my cabin because I just want to calm down myself because I cannot speak the same way with somebody. Understand? Some of the time, innocent people become victims of our hard, harsh and hard words. You know? I want to tell you, the Bible says everything that comes out of us is bad only. But I pray that, that our words may not be bad, it may be good. You know? Something that we can give good is some comforting word. Some good word. And here, this guy found favor in the eyes of the master. I want to tell you one thing. No matter who came against you, and no matter who tore your clothes, if God is with you, you will be. If God is with you, no matter who comes against who come against you, is that nothing matter? You will win. God was with him. And wherever he went, those houses mean plus. Because Bible says that he, uh, and, and he was in the house of his master and uh, he did prosper his land and he was blessed. He, in verse 5 says, Lord, bless that Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. Let me ask you, you are in problem. Can we say that because for your sake, you are blessed? In your rented house where you are living, the society where you are living, can you say because of me, I'm the, I'm the child of God, to, for me, uh, because of me, my society is blessed? Have you ever prayed to ask the, all? illegal things that is going on in your society. Will you ever pray that Lord, because I as a child of God staying here, let the light of God shine above the darkness. I ask, I come against the power of darkness. Have you ever prayed? The one place where you do, you the hospital where you work, the, the ISAT you work, or any call center you work, did you ever pray that because I am here, God bless this place? I want to tell you, if the place will not be a blessing, you cannot be a blessing. Many people think my progress can progress the organization. No, organization progress, you will progress. If organization doesn't progress, no matter how much you progress, you will not get elevated. Very important. I don't mind which kind of clothes you wear, provided you have the presence of God in your life. So that was the second dress. The dress of a servant. 
never the, the one of the dress, the servant and the slave. There's a third dress. This dress was removed. So I show you two dresses given. One by the father, one by the father. And now who removed the clothes? That is his wife. Okay? The third dress is where we read that 16, so she kept his garment with her until his master came home. I want to tell you one thing very carefully. If somebody hates you, hate has the strength to destroy you. At the same time, physical lust also has the same strength to destroy you. Nobody got it. Hatred and lust both are dangerous. You know that? Both love and lust have sensitiveness. And it is very dangerous. A worthy person hating you and a worthy person lusting about you both are with equal magnitude. Both can destroy you. Genesis chapter 39, Paul says, She caught him by his garment, says, saying, Lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand and fled and ran outside. Here we says, Sin is stupid Joseph. Okay? Lust is a sin. Stupid Joseph. Don't get upset when you see word doing somewhere, somehow will strip you. Don't be surprised that the word is evil. When you go out of the out of this college or sometime of my mouth, the word is going to be very harsh on you. But forget not that all is in God's control. Why I said though, even all Potiphar's wife had not stripped him or kept his clothes with him and further actions will never happen, then suffered. Joseph would have been a victim of the lust of Potiphar's wife and we may be enjoying some sexual relationship, but he could never be a king. Sometimes something bad that you've been handling. It's for your elevation. Sometimes we grumble. Why this happened? But God is in divine knowledge and control knows what is best for you. I want to tell you, God has a plan for you. In the midst of evil, things happen. No matter what evil is happening in this world, no matter who is hating you, But God has a plan for you. That was the third dress. The fourth dress was what? Chapter 39, 20. Then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, where the place where the king's prisoners were confined, and he was there in the prison. 
Now a servant's clothes was replaced by a prisoner's clothes. You know prisoners have 18, 20, 420, 435 numbered clothes with stripes, right? There was a third cloth. For, no, for, for cloth. Genesis chapter 41, 14, if you look into. No, okay, we will look into that, that little later. And here it comes. Joseph went into the prison. And he was good in the prison also. Hello? Amen. He was good in the prison also. Can anybody be good when you are in the prison? Can anybody, can, can anybody be good when you are going through some turmoil? Some pain? Glass of water go and buy? <laughs> Excuse me? Get lost? Because we, and that's why Jesus says, Bible says, if you want to do good, keep doing good. Joseph, we, we will not see in Joseph's life, no matter how harsh and how bad people behaved and treated him, he never retaliated, he never reacted. And we can never see that he ever questioned God. Why is me? Dad gave me a multicolored clothes. Why I suffered for that? You have a plan. Why should I go through problem? If you do not know me to take through the problem, and then why you have a plan for me? There will be many questions like this. But the story goes very well. And God gave Pharaoh a dream. What he was one of the surgeon or one of the dignitaries of his his Pharaoh's kingdom. And everybody tried to everybody tried to interpret the dream. Nobody could. And then the butler, the baker story came in alive. They told him and then comes another story. This is 41-14. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph and they brought him quickly out of the dungeon. He shaved, changed his clothing and came to Pharaoh. There's three things in this story. This was the thing is that Pharaoh sent and called Joseph. How many of you know that no matter in what kind of prison you are, you are still called by God? And the second thing what happened, they removed him from that prison. And who removed you from the prison? Jesus Christ. Isaiah chapter 61, 1, 1 and 2 says, we will read that. Isaiah chapter 61. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. What for? To preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken hearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives. And what to do? I to open. And the opening. 
living in the past dreams, in the past of the mother's love, you know, of going through the stripping of your brothers and sisters, you know, of going through the, you know, to, to the slavery without any clothes, you know, going into a prison with the clothes, you know, now it is time that Jesus, Bible says that I have come to remove the prisoners into freedom. It is now his time. Don't catch hold of, don't leave you a prison of depression. Don't leave on that story that my dad behaved like that man. Don't leave in that with the words like my stepmother treated me like that. My stepfather monstered me. My 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 somebody did somebody I trusted. They raped me. They abused me. Don't leave it in, in Christ Jesus. God the Father has given you a new hope. It is your time now to rise up and tear down that past hope and put on the new hope. <laughs> Joseph was so eager to come out of that place. He know that this is what opportunity that I am going to get to get to know my king. Some of you, you are Christians, but still you cry, 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 struggle all the time, stories, but depressing stories. How are you? I'm okay. <laughs> I'm nice. There's no joy. There's no fire. You know, you get up in the morning depressed. You sleep in the night depressed. Obviously, you are going to get up in the morning depressed. But when you go into before the, the bed, I always say the young people, you see a Netflix movie and then you sleep, then get up in the morning with the net, Netflix reading. Why? Because your mind is full of that movie. Or that game that you are playing. Let when you, before you go to bed, this should be the thing that your mind is full of. And you need to pray and sleep so that you can get up and pray and praise God. This is the day that the Lord has made. No matter what God I'm wearing, I'm going to be happy. I want to tell you, if you do not believe, you are created to be happy. And if you do not believe that happiness belongs to you, and if you do not you not make your mind
In the eyes of God, you are the king. He loves you. You have a plan for you. Enough living in your presence. Sometimes people say, no, oh, you look like that. Praise God. I'm fearfully and wonderfully created. Oh, you speak like this. Praise God, I can speak. There are many who cannot speak. Your English is bad. I still speak English. There are many who cannot speak English. You still, no, you, you st- still study? Yes, many people wanted to study there, but they cannot. Am I talking to somebody? Change the way you behave. Don't think that any people can do anything. No. Think, I want to tell you, freedom is not the license to do everything that what you like. Freedom is an obligation to you to come under the scrutiny of certain laws and obedience of God. Amen. No, you cannot do things what the way you like. There is a manual. There is a manuscript that is given. You should fail, your license will be cancelled. I'm talking to you, somebody. What is that holding you today? Sometimes, you know, in very young age, parents sometimes don't like their children. In India, especially, it happens. Sometimes, parents. Love somebody else, but like Joseph has loved others more than his brothers. It can happen. I always tell you, your parents are just the medium through which you came into the world. That is not that they, that's why they love you. But the most the greatest love that you can ever experience is from the Creator who created us. You know, his love is unconditional. We sang that song. His love is unconditional, supernatural. His under his person grace, under person mercy brings you an unconditional love, no matter how you look, what language you speak, how you perform. God is a God of love. And love is not love, God is love. Today, people say, love is life, love is love. Oh, love is love. How do you know that Bible says, we know love because God must love us. I'm talking to you this evening. Joseph was so much eager to rip out, to tear out his clothes which was holding him. How many of you go every morning get up and say, I have a God, heavenly father who loves me than any other relationship. You, when you get up, I do not know whether you in your country. I, I, I like, uh, you get up and first thing you say to your dad, I love you. No, you may say good morning. After that, may, may he, you say, fathers hardly get any love or appreciations. Yeah? But there is a heavenly father. No matter you appreciate or not appreciate, he loved you so much. He gave his son to win his children. Am I talking to you? Let me encourage you to see him. Whom the sun sets free is free. Not, leave, not, not need to leave 
in your past circumstances. What people said about you, what failure happened, what emotional breakdown you went through, what season of practice or malediction you went through. But are you bold enough to come to Jesus? He will set you free and He will clothe you with the cloth of righteousness and that day you will become the child of God. There's no longer invitation. Here, this man, this young man. And then, another thing let me tell you. Imagine what happened, you know. Joseph described the meaning of the dream. And he was thought, he was believing that now this is my time. But nothing happened. Went back to the one day. Emissions doesn't happen immediately. Understand that? Even after Joseph put the king's given clothes, he was not in that place where that he should be. People of God don't think that emissions of will come immediately after a present experience. You know? There is a gap period in between the present and the past. Present and elevation. And this gap period is called the preparation period. You need to be prepared. You remember about Esther. She was chosen as the king's going to be the queen. But she had to go through six months intensive care in went to a care of uh, beauty, beautifulness and all like that. She went to a preparation time. So when you receive a freedom from certain things, don't expect that you receive the freedom from demons and all of a sudden you will be powerful. No, there will be a gap in between that will prepare you for the next one. Sometimes in this area we get frustrated. I always say, if there is a step here, let me show you here. There is a step here. From here you climb here, then go here. But let me tell you, every when you step here, there is some challenges, some demands, some opportunities will be there to fight you, train you. When you fulfill this area, when you pass this test, you will go to the next level. That's exactly what you do in your education. Semester, exams over, then you go final stage, then next year. So, there is a gap period between your deliverance and your elevation. And that is what does preparation time. And what is the painful thing, you know? These preparation times are uncertain times. You do not know what exactly will happen. You have no clue. God said to Abraham, go to the place where I am showing. Any of you, the Bible says that God given him the Google map, said which place you need to go. I want to tell you, when God calls you, he will not be obliged to give you the details. It is your obligation to obey. He will not give you details. He knows the details. And he will stand with you in the details. But you will know that you will not know the details. 
understand? You will be with you when you go through the fire, but you will not tell the fire is waiting for you. Got it? If when the dream came, if Joseph would have known that this is going to happen, then he would say, I don't want this particular person. Keep it. Yeah. I'm okay. I will marry some children. I'm shepherd boy. Okay. I don't want to go through this profession. Is everybody listening to me? But Joseph was very calm. Stand still and know that I am the Lord. He believed him. And he stood. I want to tell you, do not worry about your future. It's a common statement everybody makes. Do not worry about your future because you know who holds your future. And this dress he won, the dress that he put on was not for the elevation. This dress was for what? To the ministry. What was the ministry? Interpreting the dream. This cloth, the fourth cloth he won, removing out of the prison and putting up a new cloth to go to the king's palace. And that palace, this dress was for what? Yeah. For the ministry. Some of us, we have the dress of ministry and we do not have the dress of education. And that's why we need to pray, let me be pleased. Because when you are willing to decrease, then God will increase. When you are willing to, you are, uh, you are uh, focusing on increase, God is not in You know, here this man, he put on the cloth given by the king, but nothing happened. And now, this under cloth, the last cloth he is wearing. That is chapter 41. 41 to 44. It says, And the Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring, signet ring of his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and he clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. You see, the last clothing. And this clothing is the clothing of authority. The garment of authority. Until king appoints you cannot be in authority. So interpretation is a ministry. So some of the worship and all this thing we, we put on that is a ministry that God by given to us by God. Be faithful in that. Don't try to get self-elevated. I am the best singer, my voice is the best one, I am the best preacher, I am the best prayer warrior. Don't go eat. It's just a ministry. Because there is a preparation. Because God is seeing when I give you some gifts of mine how you will perform and behave before I give you my authority. Some of them very quickly fail in ministry. Why, you know? Because this preparation period, they will be full of pride. That's why Bible says, if you are in faith, test it. 
Because some of the time what happened, we are so prideful that, oh, miracles happened through me. I'm afraid this happened. That's the pride. And pride is the first sin. Then slide it, then the beautiful archangel fell down and become a devil. The pride. You know? And this man, the king appointed him. And the king put him the new clothes. I have a good news to you. No matter who stripped you from all that money colored dresses, there's a new dress of authority waiting for you. And it is coming for you. Amen? A new dress of authority is coming for you. You know one thing? Simple story I'm telling The first dress when he, wore, he put on, his brothers become enemies to him. But you know when he put the fifth dress, the same brothers who were enemy came down and bowed before him. That is the authority and humanly love. Humanly love position you suffer, but godly love puts you in an authority where the enemies will come and bow down and Amen. I want to tell you when God appoints you, you will see those who hate him come unto me, want to be friend with you. And the Bible says, you know that Bible says that when it says in 42 chapter 6, now Joseph was the governor of the land and it was he who sold all the people of the land and Joseph's brothers came and bowed down before him and did their face to the earth. They did not even look to, the, look to him. They were, not, they were not looking into him because with reverence they were bowing down at his presence. Who, 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 who are they? The same brothers who stripped down in that multi-colored clothing. You know, who stolen that dream that he had. The privileges was forcibly taken away. They maligned, they created stories and fabricated stories. And the old father was crying. I want to tell you, my brothers and sisters in Christ, who oh, you are my children. If you grow by love or appreciation, or a trust of a man, you will seldom experience the peace of God. Because there will be brothers who are enemies to you. Even in the ministry, be careful. Even in the ministry. If you, you make an album, and that album is better than somebody, more people put life, there will be enemy coming. Not physically, spiritual animosity will come. My, my, my message is better than some, my message, somebody abroad for the other pastor, then anyone's people come because he comes to steal, kill and destroy his job is this way. If you read Bible Genesis, there was no competition until Cain and Abel. No competition. You see that when Abel's offerings were accepted, Cain, no, reacted and he killed his brother. 
You know that sometimes your worship offering will be better and something will not be kill you physically, but they will already kill, kill you in the spiritual manner, in their heart. The more God give you responsibility, that you be more humble. I told you last time a tree grows. We see the tree above the earth. We never see the tree below the earth. There is two growth happening. One is the root and the other is the fruit. If the root is not strong, the fruit will not be good. People are nowadays good fruit without strong root. Your root should be strong. You should be steadfastly rooted in the word of God and the presence of God. The Holy Spirit should be telling you. Then fruits will come. Careful about the ministry. That's why sometimes I say, you know, I tell you, when you go somewhere, normally what you do, you put all this, I went to Jaipur and all like that in your, in your uh, social media. You know, you think that everybody likes it? No, they're right. You're saying the word saying right. It's not bad or joke, it's right. No, everybody is not happy with your progress, with your vacation, with your talent, with your grade. So don't tell everybody that it's not supposed to be told. The very friend that is walking with you, Jesus had a very good friend in Peter or in Judas. They were the denials and they were the friends. Many marriages are broken. Why? Because of witchcraft and sorcery. Because they have my daughter, she married and the second month they got divorced. How can my neighbors, my brother's daughter can have a married life for 20 years that is destroyed? Sorcery is a great Black magic and witchcraft sun in picture when you grow. All of a sudden, house is burning, bad field is burning, business is gone. Why? Because they are jealous people. Those are wicked people do not enjoy your progress, your blessing. You must be thinking of such kind of activities. I do not know, but I want to tell you. I want to tell you, when you trust man, when you trust uh, you trust appreciation and uh, approvals of man, you will not get peace. When God approves you, there is the peace that surpasses all understanding coming upon your life.
two people I told about who kept the who kept the dress. Please prepare the Holy Communion. Two people. The first one was who? Potiphar's wife. Potiphar's wife got wife, kept that garment for wife to trap Joseph. To, to get the permission to prove that she is innocent. Sometimes we become victims of people. Like people to become innocent, they crucify somebody. You suffer for somebody else's fault. You never did, you never dreamt about things, but people will tell about you. Hey, so and so said about you like this. And what you have asked, fabricating a story. You have not heard the man whom you trusted, he came and molested me, he wanted to have sex with me. I, and, uh, I, I shouted and I screamed, I, I, I told his clothes, see, as a proof. But you know, while she is preparing to trust Joseph, all these years of 13 and a half years, there was an old man with a tunic, with the smelling and stinking smelling clothes holding on to himself and crying for that son. And must be asking the father. God, you gave me this son and you promised me about his future. You had a dream for it. Why it happened? There's two dresses but worn by the same person, one person. One person, Joseph was the same person who wore both the clothes. One, the father is kept dear to himself. The other, the crooked lady is trying to trap him. And there was a father who was praying for his son. I believe he was crying, though, because he was not. He said, it may be possible that the beast had killed. But he may be still praying for him. Whenever he see the cloak, the dress of his son, he must be praying. You must be praying, Lord, if at all my son was alive now, he would have been just a of years. He must have been already passed out of college. He, he or she must have already had, I would have some grandchildren. You know, that's what they say. Today evening, I want to tell you something to you. I do not know which dresses you are wearing in your life. Don't despise the prayers of your parents. Never, never despise. You may be walking in the prison of addiction, prison of hopelessness, but there is a father, there is a mother, holding on to looking to your photo, saying, my son, I have not seen him five years now, they are praying for you. Don't despise. Never despise. When people are trying to cheer you down, malign your name, assassinate your character, forget not there's a dad or a mom is crying for you. Lord, my child, she was not like that. He was not like that. In a, in a foreign land, we can 
your parents may be holding on you and pray for your success and your, your well-being. Yes, Jacob must have been daily remembering his son. There is an accuser who accuses you on a daily basis. If Jacob could be praying for his son, forget not what Jesus would have been doing with his father. When the accuser accuses you, or you are going through some situation, Jesus must be studying. God, this is the cloth he used to wear. I took it away. And they paid my cloth to him. No. He need to leave. He need to. He need to leave. He need to progress. He need to be my child. He need to be my vessel of glory. Nobody can strip them from me. Lord, he must be praying for him. But John chapter 2, 1 says, you do not sin, that's why it is written. But even all you sin, we have an advocate, righteous Jesus Christ standing on the right hand of the Father and intercede for you. No matter who has a story against you, Jesus has a different story to tell about you. What is he saying to the Father, Dad? They are being. They are forgiven. They are justified. They become joined having me to the kingdom. They are now a child of God. I gave my life according to your plan to save them. They now wear the cloth of righteousness. I took away that cloth of hatred. I took away that cloth of servitude. I took away the cloth of prison. I took away the cloth of shame. I gave them a cloth of authority. And I told, told to them, in my name you shall cast out demons. I told them, that in my name you lay hands on a sick they will be healed. I gave them, them the authority to stand travel on the scorpions and snake. I told them, you bind it, it shall be bound in heaven. I told them, if you lose it here, it will be loose in heaven. I gave them the authority. I want to tell you, though any person that you are seeing today, is temporary. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 18, the seen is temporary and the unseen is permanent. You may not be able to see the cloth that you are wearing now. God is preparing you for a place to stay with Him. I want to tell you Isaiah chapter 6, 61, I read with you. Remove that dress of prison, hatred, accusation, put on the new cloth. Thus, enough that you remain in the pit, enough that you remain in the prison, it is now time to rise. Jesus said, 
Isaiah said, Jesus said in Luke, that the Spirit of God is upon me. What for? To preach the good news. To offer the blind eyes. To offer the prison. And the same Spirit is living in us. The same, same Spirit is living in us. It's our job to rise up and shine. I know that if you ask your clothes every day, what all you do in that clothes, it will tell you the story. When you go open your clothes in the night and change, if that clothes will have a story not to speak, it will tell you a story where you went wrong, where you went right. What about presents you enter into? What about life you lived? What about relationship you kept? What about the way you walked? It has a story to tell. I don't know what story did you live in. Are you in a prison? Are you loved by your loved by somebody but the hatred by people? Are you living as a servant? In a servancy or are you in a prison? In a ministry you are not prospering. But God is here to tell you. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is upon you. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the mortal bodies is the same one who lives in. And this evening, very simple, one simple story I said. There are many such stories to be told. What are the clothes that you are wearing today? What is the clothes that you are wearing today? Which place you are standing today? There is a cloth of authority waiting for you. No matter what kind of cloth you do, for you to walk. Jesus said in 1 John 1 9, if you confess your sin is faithful to forgive you and cleanse you from unrighteousness. Is there somebody who wanted to say, Pastor, I'm living, living with a garment of prison. I'm living with a garment of hatred. I'm living with a garment of pride. I'm living with a garment of hopelessness. I'm living with a garment of uh, depression. I'm living, living with a garment of greed. I'm living with a garment of lust. I'm living with a garment of addiction. I'm living with a garment of filthy languages. What is that you are living about? What is that story your growth is telling to you? What is that you put on to your life? Where are you standing? You may look very good by the cosmetics of the world, but God's mercy see the outward, God sees the inward. You can show me a good face, a good face by putting on some lacrime or forms or something. You may be fair enough, but like a Jew, outside whitewash and inside skin. There's a need, there's a time, there's a need to change our clothing. Ephesians says, remove the old man and put on the new man. And some of us, we are to the new man, but still living in the old time. It's a time. Your progress is waiting for you. It is a preparation time. And nobody likes preparation. Nobody likes preparation. We love food, but cooking food is not easy. 
That's why we now trust more into tomatoes and sweet peas and everything because no cooking. Food cooked, but salvation of God comes freely, but it is progressive. You have the road to play. You need to walk and progress. This evening, I'm asking my words here. I don't know how many of you got the intensity of what I shared. The five dresses that Joseph Jacob wore and formed and his life skin. Classical love, but hate and no peace. Is there somebody? You are loved, but at the same time you are going through hatred of somebody and there is no peace in your life. Second, you are sold out as servant means what? In a in, 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 in need of you. In a need you are living. At the mercy of somebody you are living. Third, you are in the house, but you are stripped of accusations. Maligning your name and character. Fourth, ministry. You may have talents and good things to tell, but elevation still doesn't come. Psalm 75 says that promotion does not come from normal subjects, but God gives us somebody and brings down somebody. There is a profession and fit the king to be clothed. Not only clothed, if you read that, it says, fine linen and the gold necklace. God shows what? Kingship, purity. The man whom Potiphar accused as impure, tactless, the king elevated it, saying, he is the purest of all. And put it in my sacred ring on his hand, and I'm giving a gold necklace upon him. Are you ready to move into that level? And if you want to leave to go into that level, there's need for dealing with certain things. You need to leave your hatreds, you need to leave your present clothes, you need to leave your, leave your servant's clothes, you need to remove it up and put on the new clothes. Before we partake in the Holy Communion, I want you to close your eyes. There's a father who's waiting and crying for you. My son, we lost somewhere. We lost his first love. Like Jacob, he must be crying for you. The Lord's looking for you. He gave you the cloak of righteousness. And still, we are wandering here and there. We do not experience that peace of God. We do not have the salvation of joy, the joy of the salvation. We do not have that happiness. We do not have that, that, uh, that steadfastness in our life. We, are, we do not have that faith. This is your time. He gave his life for you so that you be set free. This evening, a very simple message I bring to you. What kind of growth you are wearing? What kind of freedom you are experiencing? I'm ready to put on the cloth that the king is going to do to you. The Bible says those who, those who be steadfast and the last shall be saved. 
I'm nothing else to say. You know your condition. You know what kind of growth you are wearing. You know what is the what is the situation of your life. And if you think that there is a need of changing of growth, your status change, please do that in prayer. Lord, my life is sinking. My emotions are bad. My lifestyle is bad. And my friendship is bad. I want to change. I want to put on a new clothes. Search me and find me. If there is any way that is not pleased, present to you, Lord, take me out of that place. Take me out of that way. Put me into the right way. That I may serve you and love you with all my heart and strength and soul. Here you are, my dear children. God is looking for you. Your clothes are telling a story. Your life is telling a story. Maybe you cannot hear it. But your life stories are already written in the book of Revelation. It is your time to change. I give you 30 seconds now to make your personal prayer to God. Say, God, here I am. very brief that is holding this 
small, everything, if allowed, you can tell a story of themselves. You know that? If God could have ever opened the mouth of a tree, the tree would have said the pain that has gone through to grow up and then to be cut into pieces and become lifeless. But eventually the tree will say, though I went through all these hardships, I'm glad that I found my purpose. Right? So, everything that you have, even the pen, even the clothes that you are, dresses that you are wearing, if an opportunity is received, they can speak to you a story. I am going to bring one such story to you. The story that a garment can speak to you. A dress can speak to you. It's a white thought, but it, it attracted me when I read this word. I thought it is to be said. I said, you know, we all have some stories to say about our infantry life and then our childhood, our youth, teenage, all like that. This something that we need to understand that every single person has a story to tell. Every single person. Some are known, some are never revealed. Some is seen, visible, some is not seen, invisible. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 39 verse 16. Today, my team is not there. Okay. Genesis chapter 39, 16 says, So she kept his garment with her until his master came home. I repeat, Genesis chapter 13, 16. So she kept his garment with her until his master came home. How many of you know that this story belongs to whom? It's about whom? Joseph. This is the life of Joseph. And the very portion which I picked up is a story, it's a place where my attention caught and I studied many, many other topics and many other I mean, uh, books and uh, listened to many uh, revelations. This is something that came to my mind and so I wanted to bring it to you. So she, she who is she, the Potiphar's wife, kept his garment, Joseph's garment, with her until Potiphar came off. And this dress is going to speak some stories. And it's all about the story of Joseph. How many of you know that Joseph had five students of dressing up? Five times 
about Joseph, it says about his garments. Five garments. How many of you know that there were two people who kept holding the dress of Joseph with themselves? How many of you know three removed the clothes, the garment from Joseph. Or how many of you know three instances were there where Joseph was clothed by someone or by self. So there's a sequence of story. Five dresses of Joseph Three people removed the dress of Joseph and three people clothed him with dress. Okay. And this five dresses of Joseph shows five seasons on which Joseph lived. Amen. And this could be the same season some of you or me is standing today and thinking and cursing your birth or your life, thinking that nothing is going to answer how good that this is the story that is going to bring you out from your business. Genesis chapter 37 to, to cement this verse, we will go to Genesis chapter 37, 3 and 4. And now Israel, Israel is who? more than all his children. Because he was the son of his old age, also he made him a tunic, some translation says garment, of many colors, some translation says multi-color. Okay? And but when his brothers saw that, their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peacefully to him. Understand that Jacob gave Joseph a multi-colored tunic or garment or cloak with many colors. You take any name of the color, it could be there, a special stitched, very carefully stitched with a special tailor with very, very closely taken dimensions measurements for his body, the father stitched him a cloth. And this is the one thing that we need to know, that this dress, the first when father gave this dress, that shows the love of the father. This, the first dress what Joseph wore as a story to tell about how his dad loved him. You know? Because he was a multicolored dress. He was the son of his old age, the very child from the very loving wife whom he, he wanted to marry, Rachel. And so, what happened? This, the first dress speaks about the love of the father. Among 12 sons, 
But this does equally speak about the privileges as most loved son he enjoyed. You know, there are some privileges. I want to tell you, when you are loved most, you are, you are going to benefit and enjoy some privileges also. You understand that? But also remember that when you have a dad who loves you more and you have prayed that he also invites trouble to your life. Okay? Listen to me carefully. Because the fourth word says, brothers saw that their father loved him more and the brothers hated him. It could be your own siblings. It could be a ministry, it could be a classroom, it could be a working place, it could be your friends. When you, when somebody sees that you are more valued than you, somebody will stand with you saying, I love you with a heart of hatred towards you. Am I talking to somebody this evening? I hope someone, somebody could come with me today. And that hatred never remained there. It says that, and he hated him and could not speak peacefully to him. You know, when fathers love the multicolored, the privileges comes to you, it not only brings hatred to you, but it steals your peace. Have you ever said, everything was okay, why all of a sudden something happened? That's why I sometimes say, don't tell every details to everyone, there will be someone who does not love your behavior. We are so friendly with people, we give everybody our information. I'm going through this myself. Even today, sir. Sorry, Even today you are about your relationship, you say somebody, and if that one person also have the eye on that person, there will be some hatred and disliking coming. <laughs> Don't laugh it out, but it is good. Yet this plus speaks about a humanly love and affect, uh, affection, but peace is taken away. You may have the same story to tell. Your dad, your mom, your siblings, your very good friend, your roommate, your housemate. When they see that you are most loved, pampered, the same kind of hatred, the same kind of dislike, silently they pick pick for you. Silently, silently they pray that somewhere you may be destroyed. But this was also speaking about a group of people who were drifted away. Rift came among all siblings. Peace is lost. I want to tell you, underline one thing. Humanly love will create one day rift among people. Hatred among people. Why? Because humanly love seldom brings peace. Because God is the peace of God. He needs to be there in our life. Even if you have to establish a humanly relationship, 
God is the peace that needs to be in the center of our life. Married life, daily life. This is what the past press. And you know what happened? Chapter 37, 23. So it came to pass when Joseph had come to his brothers, they stripped Joseph of his strength. They stripped him. The tunic of many colors that was on him. You had a loving, you had a loving father. You are enjoying the privileges and love of your father. But there will be people who cannot bear that love and the privileges that you are enjoying. And what they will do? They will strip you. Like this brothers did, strip Joseph. Like they will strip you from that privileges. If the dress can speak, if you ask the dress why they did so, the dress will tell you a story in one word. Your brothers wanted to abort the dream and calling upon your life. Because you know him, the way he wore that dress and he showed his brother, see the mother, and he had a dream that his brother is coming and born there. So what happened? When they stripped him from that tuning, what were they telling? I am stripping you out from my father's house, the privileges, all your dreams are scattered, you are going to be nothing. Have you ever come across such kind of situations in your life? I pray you never come. But some may be there. Sitting here, you may be knowing that. Somebody is there, they wanted to there. Somebody is there, they are day and night meditating and uh, laboring to, to laboring to destroy your dream. And what happened later? His brothers took the clothes and they, they put him in a pit. And they tore the clothes, mixed it with the sheep's blood. You know, mixed it with the sheep's blood, chapter 37, 29 says so. The Reuben returned to the pit, and indeed Joseph was not in the pit, and he tore his clothes and returned to his brothers. And in 31, he took Joseph to him, killed kill the goats, and dipped the tunic in the blood. And that beautiful cloth was torn. And mixed with the blood of a goat. You understand? The blood, when it is fresh, remains red. When it's dry up, it becomes brownish black. And it will stink. Let it be man's blood, human being, or any blood. Any blood. If it is dried up and it is there, it will stink. So the multi colored cloth, which was, which was showing his dream, his. Uh, it is so loud that was contaminated by the brothers with the dirty smelling. They must have put on the on the floor and walked over it, dust over it. Why? Because they wanted to destroy the privileges of that brother. And Jacob had no 
belong to that. When 
Don't get upset when you see word doing somewhere, somehow will strip you. Don't be surprised at that. The word is evil. When you go over the office, college or something like that, the word is going to be very harsh on But forget not that all is in God's control. Why I said that? Even all Potiphar's wife had not stripped him or kept his clothes with him and further actions will never happen. Then somewhere, Joseph would have been a victim of the lust of Potiphar's wife and we may be enjoying some sexual relationship but he could never be a king. Sometimes, something bad that you've been handling is for your elevation. Sometimes we grumble. Why this happened? But God is in divine knowledge and control knows what is best for you. I want to tell you, God has a plan for you. In the midst of evil, things happen. No matter what evil is happening in this world, no matter who is hating you, who is ready to kill you, destroy your dreams, but God has a plan for you. That was the third verse. The fourth verse was what? Chapter 39, 20. Then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison where the place where the king's prisoners were confined and he was there in the prison. Now, a servant's cloth was replaced by a prisoner's cloth. You know prisoners have 18, 20, 420, 435 numbered clothes with stripes, right? There was a third cloth. For, no, for, fourth cloth. Genesis chapter 41, 14, if you look into. Okay, we will look into that, that little later. And here it comes. Joseph went into the prison. And he was good in the prison also. Hello? Amen. He was good in the prison also. Can anybody be good when you are in the prison? Can anybody, can, can anybody be good when you are going through some turmoil? Some pain? Glass of water go and buy? Excuse me, get lost. Because we, and that's why Jesus says, Bible says, if you know to do good, keep doing good. Joseph, we, we will not see in Joseph's life, no matter how harsh and how bad people behaved and treated him, he never retaliated, he never reacted. And we can never see that he ever questioned God. Why is me? Dad gave me a multicolored clothes. Why I suffered for that? You have a plan. Why should I go through problem? If you do not know me to take through the problem, and then why you have a plan for me? There will be many questions like this. But the story goes very well. And God gave Pharaoh a dream. 
what you know last month, the surgeon or one of the dignitaries of his his pharaoh's kingdom. And everybody tried to, everybody tried to interpret the dream. Nobody could. And then the butler, the baker story came in alive. They told him and then comes another story. This is 41-14. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph and they brought him quickly out of the dungeon. He shaved, changed his clothing and came to Pharaoh. There's three things in this story. This was the thing is that Pharaoh sent and called Joseph. How many of you know that no matter in what kind of prison you are, you are still called by God? And the second thing what happened, they removed him from that prison. And who removed you from the prison? Jesus Christ. Isaiah chapter 61, 1, 1 and 2 says, we will read that. Isaiah chapter 61. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. What for? To preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. And what to do? I will open and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. To open the prisons of those who are bound. So who? Here is the story. Joseph was called by Pharaoh. And uh, soldiers removed him. And then what they did? Shaved, groomed him, and gave him clothes. Who is grooming you? Please do me here. I'm not saying about that group. The Holy Spirit is the one who is grooming us. With the gospel three, these three lines, called by God, removed from the prison of sin by Jesus, and now getting grooved by the Holy Spirit. The same thing happened in Joseph. And really Jesus said the same thing in Luke chapter 14. And one of the things that I like here is this.
not that dress that was removed. So you know, even God called you, if you do not have the cloth of the righteousness of Jesus Christ upon you, it is difficult to enter into the kingdom of God. Okay, I'm simply saying there's things to you to make you understand that there is a story that God is speaking to us. The theologian says Joseph removed his old clothes and put his new clothes. In some the translation says that he put on his clothes. Meanwhile, Joseph was so eager, he just removed that number scripture, that cloth, and he tore it down and put the new cloth before going to this cloth must not be worn by anybody. He put on this cloth. He wore that cloth. Joseph himself changed the cloth. You must be happy. You must be holding on to some such type of clothes. Prisoners of certain things. Prisoners of past. Prisoners of lost relationship. Prisoners of harsh words spoken by your parents or friends. And it is time for now to strip down them, torn down that clothes, and put on the new cloth of righteousness that God has given to you to reason Jesus Christ. It is your time now. Enough. Enough. Living in the past dreams, the past of the mother's love, enough of going through the stripping of your brothers and sisters, enough of going through the, you know, to, to the slavery without any clothes, enough going into a prison with the clothes, enough now. It is time that Jesus, Bible says that I have come to remove the prisoners into freedom. It is now, it is your time. Don't catch hold of, don't leave your prison of depression. Don't live on that story that my dad behaved like that man. Don't live in that with the words like my stepmother treated me like that. My stepfather monstered me. My 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 somebody did somebody I trusted they raped me. They abused me. Don't live it in, in Christ Jesus. God the Father has given you a new hope. It is your time now to rise up and tear down that past hope and put on the new hope. <laughs> Joseph was so eager to come out of that place. He know that this is what opportunity that I am going to get to get to know my king. Some of you, you are Christians, but still you cry, 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 struggle all the time, stories, but depressing stories. How are you? I'm okay. <laughs> I'm nice. There's no joy. There's no fire. You know, you get up in the morning depressed. You sleep in the night depressed. Obviously you are going to get up in the morning depressed. But when you go into, you 
before the people. I always say the name people. You see a Netflix movie and then you sleep, then get up in the morning with the Netflix play. Why? Because your mind is full of that movie. Or that game that you are playing. Let when you, before you go to bed, this should be the thing that your mind is full of. And you need to pray and sleep so that you can get up and pray and praise God. This is the day that the Lord has made. No matter what God I'm wearing, I'm going to be happy. Your parents are just the medium through which you came. 
that's not that they, that's why they love you but the most the greatest love that you can ever experience is from the creator who created you you know his love is unconditional we sang that song his love is unconditional supernatural his under his universal grace and universal mercy brings you an unconditional love no matter how you look what language you speak how you perform god is a god of love and love is not love god is love Today, people say, love is life, love is love. Oh, love is love. How do you know that Bible says, we know love because God first loved us. I'm talking to you this evening. Joseph was so much eager to rip out, to tear out his clothes which was holding him. How many of you go every morning get up and say, I have a God, heavenly father who loves me than any other relationship. You, when you get up, I do not know whether you in your country. I, I, I like, uh, you get up and first thing you say to your dad, I love you. No, you may say good morning. After that, may, may he, you say, fathers hardly get any love or appreciations. Yeah? But there is a heavenly father. No matter you appreciate or not appreciate, we love you so much. He gave his son to win his children. Am I talking to you? Let me encourage you to see him. Whom the sun sets free is free to you. Not only, not, no need to live in your past or present song. What people said about you. What failure happened? What emotional breakdown you went through? What season of practice or malicious you went through? But are you bold enough to come to Jesus? He will set you free. And He will clothe you with the cloth of righteousness. And that day you will become the child of God. There's no more invitation. Here, this man, this young man. And then, another thing let me tell you. Imagine what happened, you know, Joseph prescribed the meaning of the dream and he was thought, he was believing that now this is my time. But nothing happened. Went back to the opportunity one day. Ambitions doesn't happen immediately. Understand that? Even after Joseph put the king's given clothes, he was not in that place where that he should be. People of God, don't think that elevations of success will come immediately after a present experience. You know? There is a gap there in between the present and the past. Present and elevation. And this gap period is called the preparation period. You need to be prepared. You remember about Esther. She was chosen as the king's going to be the queen. But she had to go through six months intensive care in went to a care of uh, beauty, beautifulness and all like that. She went to a preparation. 
So when you receive the freedom from certain things, don't expect that you receive the freedom from demons and all of a sudden you will be powerful. No, there will be a gap in between that will prepare you for the next one. Sometimes in this area we get frustrated. I always say, if there is a step here, let me show you here. There is a step here. From here you climb here, then go here. But let me tell you, every when you step here, there is some challenges, some demands, some opportunities will be there to fight you, train you. When you fulfill this area, when you pass this test, you will go to the next level. That's exactly what you do in your education. Semester, exams over, then you go final stage, then next year. So, there is a gap period between your deliverance and your elevation. And that is what does preparation time. And what is the painful thing, you know? These preparation times are uncertain times. You do not know what exactly will happen. You have no clue. God said to Abraham, go to the place where I am showing you. Any of you, the Bible says that God given him the Google map, said which place you need to go. I want to tell you, when God calls you, he will not be obliged to give you the details. It is your obligation to obey. He will not give you details. He knows the details. And he will stand with you in the details. But he will know that you will not know the details. Amen. Understand that? He will be with you when you go through the fire. But he will not tell the fire is waiting for you. Got it? If when the dream came, if Joseph would have known that this is going to happen, then he would say, I don't want this particular person. I'm okay. I will marry some children and shepherd boy. Okay. I don't want to go through this profession. Is anybody listening to me? But Joseph was very calm. Stand still and know that I am the Lord. He believed him. And he stood. I want to tell you, do not worry about your future. There's a common statement that will be made. Do not worry about your future because you know who holds your future. And this dress he won, the dress that he put on was not for the elevation. This dress was for what? To the ministry. One was the ministry interpreting the dream. This cloth, the fourth cloth he wore, removing out of the prison and putting up a new cloth to go to the king's palace. And that palace, this dress was for what? For the ministry. Some of us, we have the dress of ministry and we do not have the dress of education. And that's why we need to pray, let me be pleased. Because when you are believed to be pleased, then God will increase 
when you are willing to, you are, uh, you are uh, focusing on increase, God is not giving us to You know, here this man, he put on the cloth given by the king, but nothing happened. And now, this under cloth, the last cloth he is wearing. That is chapter 41. 41 to 44. It says, And the Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring, signet ring of his hand and put it on Joseph's hand. And he clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. You see, the last word. And this clothing is the clothing of authority. The garment of authority. Until king appoints you cannot be in authority. So interpretation is a ministry. So some of the worship and all this thing we, we put on that is a ministry that God by given to us by God. Be faithful in that. Don't try to get self-elevated. I am the best singer, my voice is the best one, I am the best preacher, I am the best prayer warrior. Don't go eat, it's just a ministry. Because there is a preparation, because God is seeing, when I give you some gifts of mine, how you will perform and behave before I give you my authority. Some of them very quickly fail in ministry. Why, you know? Because this preparation period, they will be full of pride. That's why Bible says, if you are in faith, test it. Because some of the time what happens, we are so prideful that, oh, murders happened through me. I'm afraid this happened. That's the pride. And pride is the first sin. That is why the, the, the beautiful archangel fell down and became a devil. The pride. You know? And this man, the king appointed him. And the king put him the new clothes. I have a good news to you. No matter who stripped you from all that multi colored dresses, there's a new dress of authority waiting for you. And it is coming for you. Amen. A new dress of authority is coming for you. You know one thing? Simple story I'm telling. The first dress when he wore, he put on, his brothers become enemies to him. But you know when he put the fifth dress, the same brothers who were enemy came down and bowed before him. That is the authority and humanly love. Humanly love position you suffer, but Godly love puts you in a authority where the enemies will come and bow down at your feet. Amen? I want to tell you when God appoints you, you will see those who hate him come unto me, want to be friend with you. And the Bible says, you know that Bible says that when it says in 42 chapter 6, 
Now Joseph was the governor of the land and he was he who sold all the people of the land. And Joseph's brothers came and bowed down before him and did their face to the earth. They could not even look to the look to him. They were not, they were not looking into him because with the reverence, they were bowing down at his presence. Who, 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 who are they? The same brothers who stripped off in that multi-colored clothing. You know, who stolen that dream that he had. The privileges was forcibly taken away. They maligned that they created stories and fabricated stories. And the old father was crying. I want to tell you, my brothers and sisters in Christ, though you are my children, if you grow by love or appreciation or a trust of a man, you will seldom experience the streets of God. Because there will be brothers who are enemies to you. Even in the ministry, be careful. Even in the ministry. If you, you make an album and that album is better than somebody, more people put life, there will be enmity coming. Not physically, spiritual animosity will come to you. My, my, my message is better than some, my message, somebody abroad for the other pastor, then animosity will come. Because he comes to steal, kill and destroy. His job is this way. If you read Bible Genesis, there was no competition until Cain and Abel. No competition. You see that when Abel's offerings were accepted, Cain reacted and he killed his brother. You know, sometimes your worship offering will be better and something will not be kill you physically, but they have already killed kill you in the spiritual manner, in their heart. The more God give you responsibility, let you be more humble. I told you last time a tree grows. We see the tree above the earth. We never see the tree below the earth. There is two growth happening. One is the root and the other is the fruit. If the root is not strong, your fruit will not be good. People are nowadays Good fruit without strong root. Your root should be strong. You should be steadfastly rooted in the word of God and the presence of God. The Holy Spirit should be telling you. Then fruits will come. Careful about the ministry. That's why sometimes I say, you know, I tell you, when you go somewhere, not only what you do, you put all this, I went to Jaipur and all like that in your, in your uh, social media. You know, you think that everybody likes it? No, they're right. You're saying what I'm saying, right? It's not that or joke, it's right. No, everybody's not happy with your progress, with your vacation, with your talent, with your dream. So don't tell everybody that it's not supposed to be told. The very friend that is walking with you, Jesus had a very good friend in Peter or in Judas, they were the denials and they were the friends. Many marriages are broken. Why? Because of witchcraft and sorceries. Because they have 
I got her. She married and second month they got divorced. How can my neighbors, my brother's daughter can have a married life for 20 years that is destroyed? Sorcery is a witch, dark magic and witchcraft son in picture when you grow. All of a sudden, house is burning, bad field is burning, business is gone. Why? Because they are jealous people. Those are wicked people do not enjoy your progress, your blessing. You must be thinking of such kind of activities. I do not know, but I want to tell you. I want to tell you, when you trust man, when you trust her, you trust appreciation and uh, approvals of man, you will not get peace. When God approves you, there is the peace that surpasses all understanding coming upon your life.
they are forgiven. They are justified. They become joined here with me to the kingdom. They are now a child of God. I gave my life according to your plan to save them. They now wear the cloth of righteousness. I took away that cloth of hatred. I took away that cloth of servants. I took away the cloth of prison. I took away the cloth of shame. I gave them a cloth of authority. And I told, told to them, in my name you shall cast out demons. I told them that in my name you lay hands on a sick they will be healed. I gave them, them the authority to stand travel on the scorpions and snake. I told them, you bind it, it shall be bound in heaven. I told them, if you lose it here, it will be lost in heaven. I gave them the authority. I want to tell you, though any person that you are seeing today is temporary. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 18, the seen is temporary and the unseen is permanent. You may not be able to see the cloth that you are wearing now. God is preparing you for a place to stay with Him. I want to tell you Isaiah chapter 6, 61, I read with you. Remove that dress of prison, hatred, accusation. Put on the new cloth. There's enough that you remain in the pit. Enough that you remain in the prison. It is now time to rise. Jesus said, Isaiah said, Jesus said in Luke that the Spirit of God is upon me. What for? To preach the good news, to offer the blind eyes, to offer the prison, and the same Spirit is living us. The same, same Spirit is living us. It's our job to rise up and shine. I know that if you ask your clothes every day, what all you do in that cloth, it will tell you the story. When you go open your cloth in the night and change, if that cloth will have a story not to speak, it will tell you a story where you went wrong, where you went right, what all presents you enter into, what all life you lived, what all relationship you kept. What all way you walk, it has a story to tell. I do not know what story it is to you. Are you in a prison? Are you loved by your loved by somebody but the hatred by people? Are you living as a servant? In a servancy, or are you in a prison? In a ministry you are not prospering. But God is here to tell you. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is upon you. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the mortal bodies is the same one who lives in 
And this evening, very simple, one simple story I said. There are many such stories to be told. What are the clothes that you are wearing today? What is the clothes that you are wearing today? Which place you are standing today? There is a cloth of authority waiting for you. No matter what kind of cloth you do, you perform. Jesus said in 1 John 1 9, if you confess your sin, he is faithful to forgive you and cleanse you from unrighteousness. Is there somebody who wanted to say, Pastor, I am living with a garment of prison. I am living with a garment of hatred. I am living with a garment of pride. I am living with a garment of hopelessness. I am living with a garment of uh, depression. I am living, living with a garment of greed. I am living with a garment of lust. I am living with a garment of addiction. I am living with a garment of filthy languages. What is that you are living about? What is that story your growth is telling to you? What is that you put on to your life? Where are you standing? You may look very good by the cosmetics of the world, but God doesn't see the outward. God sees the inward. You can show me a good face, a good face by putting on some lacquer or forms or something. You may be fair enough, but like a tube. Outside whitewash and inside skin. There is a need, there is a time, there is a need to change our clothing. Ephesians says, remove the old man and put on the new man. And some of us, we are put on the new man but still living in the old time. There is a time. Your progress is waiting for you. It is a preparation plan. And nobody likes preparation. Nobody likes preparation. We love cook food, but cooking food is not easy. That's why we now trust more into tomatoes and cookies and everything because no cooking. Food cooked, but salvation of God comes freely, but it is progressive. You have the role to play. You need to walk and progress. This evening, I'm asking my words here. I don't know how many of you got the intensity of what I share. The five dresses that Joseph Jacob wore and wore and his life skin. Classic with love, but hate and no peace. Is there somebody? You are loved, but at the same time, you are going through hatred of somebody, and there is no peace in your life. Second, you are sold out as servant means what? In a in, 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 in need of in, in a need you are living. At the mercy of somebody you are living. Third, you are in the house but you are stripped of accusations. Maligning your name and character. Fourth, ministry. You may have talents and good things to tell, but elevation still doesn't come. Psalm 75 says that uh, promotion does not come from normal subjects, but God gives us somebody and brings down somebody. There is a And fifth, the king put a cloth. Not only cloth, if you read that, it says, fine linen and then 
mourn with kings. God shows what? Kingship. Purity. The man whom Potiphar accused as impure, tactless, the king, elevated saint, he is the purest of all. And put it in sacred ring on his hand, and I am giving a gold necklace upon him. Are you ready to move into that level? And if you want to leave to go into that level, there is need for dealing with certain things. You need to leave your hatreds, you need to leave your present clothes, you need to leave your, leave your servant's clothes, you need to remove it up. And the more that you go. Before we before we partake in the Holy Communion. I want you to close your eyes. There's a father who's waiting and crying for you. My son, we lost somewhere. We lost his first love. Like Jacob, he must be crying for you. The Lord is looking for you. He gave you the cloak of righteousness. And still, we are wandering here and there. We do not experience that peace of God. We do not have the salvation of joy, the joy of the salvation. We do not have that happiness. We do not have that that uh, that the steadfastness in our life. We, are, we do not have that faith. This is your time. He gave his life for you so that you be set free. This evening. A very simple message I bring to you. What kind of clothes you are wearing? What kind of freedom you are experiencing? Are you ready to put on the clothes that the king is going to give to you? The Bible says those who, those who be steadfast and the last shall be saved. I have nothing else to say. You know your condition. You know what kind of growth you are wearing. You know what is the what is the situation of your life. And if you think that there is a need of changing of growth, your status changing, please do that in prayer. Lord, my life is thinking. My emotions are bad. My lifestyle is bad. My friendship is bad. I want to change. I want to put on a new growth. Search me and find me. If there is any way that is not pleased, present to you, Lord, take me out of that place. Take me out of that way. Put me into the right way. That I may serve you and love you with all my heart and strength and soul. Here you are, my dear children. God is looking for you. Your clothes are telling a story. Your life is telling a story. Maybe you cannot hear it. But your life stories are already written in the book of Revelation. It is your time to change. I give you 30 seconds now to make your personal prayer to God.